This is JFM Podcast. Symbol of authority as the whistle is to the referee. The gavel, a symbol of democracy and legislative power. The eyes have it. A powerful tool at the plenary where all sides are x-rayed, debated, and dissected. Mr. President, God will ask all of us, but you will be in the front. We bring you proceedings at the plenary, reporting the actions and inactions of the legislators, engaging in robust discussions, oversight, and representation. At the plenary, all sides are amplified. Their side, your side, and the issue. Be part of the nation's decision-making process. Join the legislative combatants, Doris Izang and Ponsak Fanap on J101.9 FM every Friday from 9.15 to 10 a.m. to amplify the three sides. You and the legislature can now meet at the plenary. We are here and it is the plenary. It's a beautiful Friday morning, the 16th day of July 2021. My name is Doris Isang, but you already know that. So in the next, say, about an hour, we'll be doing the business of the legislature and reviewing what is happening. And then we just want to hear from you as well. And um, for our discussion, we've got, well, experts. Uh, in the field to review our topic today, our theme for today. If you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is go on our Facebook page at JFM Joss and drop your comments. We have a post for you there. You can also call us when we open the phone lines. Of course, we will talk to you. Well, my right hand man, Ponsak Fanap, is not here. You know what they say about um, work. When you work, you need to rest. So he's resting right now. It's his annual leave, and we sh- I'm sure. He's listening and we're wishing him well. So you have me today, all right? And my two guests, of course. Now, very quickly, let's get to it. We are going to give you the highlight of the legislature this week, which we all know has been a very, very busy week for the National Assembly and, of course, even here at the State House of Assembly. So very quickly, Buhari presents 2022 to 2024 medium-term expenditure framework and fiscal strategy paper to the Senate. And this is so that they maintain the December, the January to December fiscal year. And we're looking forward to the passage. And um, also the Senate rejects Onochia as INEC commissioner, which a lot of people have said it is a good one that for one, the legislature is listening to the voice of the people. The PDP has come to, uh, come out to applaud the, this decision by rejecting Onochia as INEC commissioner. And we know that that is because it is said that she is partisan. She belongs to the ruling APC, even though she said she 
has not been uh, active in politics anyway, but we have this. Communities reject PIB, insist on 10% equity. The issue of PIB is still in contention even today, even as it is passed. Communities, host communities are saying we do not want the 3% voted by the Senate and now is in concurrence. The House of Assembly, uh, the House of Reps and the Senate are in concurrence with the 3% and they say we do not want this. Please drop it. Well, the House of Reps also rejects bill proposing to arm personnel of the Federal Fire Service. Is this really necessary? And well, they have rejected this bill and they say it is not necessary that uh, you arm a unit of the uh, Federal Fire Service. Reps, again, passed climate change bill declined by Buhari. Recall that this bill was actually declined by Buhari and um, but then it is back in the in the House, this ninth assembly and um, it is a bill for an act to provide for mainstreaming of climate change actions and establish the National Council on Climate Change and for other related matters. We know that when we have um, clean climate, you know that it always provided, human activities actually provide degradation of all of that and then you have changes and have floods here and uh, things happening which is not good for our health and the environment so we need to go green we need to ensure that our activities does not hamper on the climate right reps demand military presence in kaduna over bandit attack kaduna has been on the hot spot and you ask questions like when we have um, military base in Kaduna. Why is it that we experience a lot of these attacks there? But Reps has demanded that military presence should be heated there so that these bandit attacks can be reversed. Also, House of Reps alleged lopsided uh, in Navy, lopsidedness in Navy recruitment and demand suspension of exercise. Well, the Buhari administration has been said to always have this problem of, you know, preferential treatment to one sect or one region. And it is just a, a breath of fresh air to see that this is contested and um, they are demanding the suspension of this exercise. Well, the issue this week, this today, well, this week, of course, is the Electoral Act Amendment Bill, the NBC-NPC Amendment Bill. Why do we have that amendment bill? And watching the sponsor of this bill, Odebumi, I, I just understand that it seems he has beaten more than uh, he could chew. He did not know was going to get this intense. And to be frank, he really did not understand what the bill is all about. If you listen to him in an interview, of course, you'd know that, well, he did not know. And he did not consult with the relevant stakeholders. So why are you taking Panadol for another person's headache, for example? You didn't consult and you allege that there is a lot of problem, administrative problems in the media which you want to correct. Who brought the complaint to you? Nobody did, but you want to do that just because you want to add it to your, your um, portfolio. Is that the case now? But the good news is that that um, amendment has been suspended for now. All right, let us come to the House of Assemblies, the State House of Assembly, of course. And that is here in Platy State. Um, we had plenary two times this week and a bill for a law to establish a contributory pension scheme for employees in Platy in, in the public sector. 
of the Plateau State and for other matters connected, 2021 past second reading. We also had a report of, on, of the Committee on Health on a bill for a law to establish Plateau State's traditional complementary and alternative medicine, that is TCAM board and other matters connected 2020. I remember we, we, we gave you a rundown and the objective of this bill sometimes last year and well, the report was just given by uh, the chairman of that committee on health and that is Honorable Daniel Nambolistic and we're looking forward to seeing how traditional medicine would also be incorporated in the health sector. We're also well the big news, one of the big news we have from Plateau State is that the, the state governor actually assented to four bills which took place. The ceremony took place on the 14th of July this week. And the bills are Plateau State Legislative Fund Management Bill 2019, which now officially stamps the autonomy of the legislature in the state. It is a great feat. And well, we should take pride in the fact that we are the first to actually do this now. Um, Plateau State Judicial Fund Management Bill as well, one for the legislature, the other one for the judiciary, which is a great feat. Uh, we also had Plateau State Geographical Information Services Pledges Bill of 2019. It is assented to, it is signed into law, and we're looking forward to the implementation, which is supposed to capture, of course, um, geographical areas, every land uh, in, in the state, and uh, to avoid a lot of problems that has to do with land. Of course, the Plateau State Property and Land Use Charges 2019. These are great bills, but the problem and the question everyone always asks is the implementation. If these bills actually are implemented according to the books, right, according to the law, then we will not have a lot of problems, which is good. A plenary, um, a matter of urgent public importance raised by the member representing Rukubai-Rugwe State constituency uh, on the need to call on relevant security agencies to rise up to their responsibility of protecting lives and property of citizens was discussed at plenary. And we know that Plata State, especially Rukubai-Irigwe, that is Basa local government area, and uh, Riom have been in the forefront of having farmer headers clash, farmlands being destroyed. So this necessitated this uh, matter of urgent public importance which was raised and they resolved to call the Operation Rainbow to rise up to their responsibility and make sure that communities are safe because when these things go unabated, we stand a risk of food insecurity. So these needs to be attacked head on. Right, and it is a new year for the state legislature. It is a brand new year, and uh, so they adopted the third session of the legislative calendar, which commences on the 14th of July to end on the 7th of June 2022. All right, having given you the highlight, it is high time we started to discuss the gravamint of uh, uh, our discussion today. And to do that, I've got two fine gentlemen that I am excited to talk to them about, well, first, the electoral amendment bill, and of course, well, I almost forgot to mention that the House of Reps actually submitted a report on uh, their security summit, which was held on the 26th of May, and they had two recommendations, one for legislative action and the other for executive action. And remember that they had promised that if these resolutions do not um, get executed by the executive, well, 
they will call for the impeachment of the president, which means they are up for business. But how well will these go down? We are just looking forward to seeing this implementation because as they promise, if these resolutions are implemented, then it will go a long way in ensuring the lives and property, protecting the lives and property of citizens. So today we are talking about the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. What went down? The Senate has passed it, a conditional <laughs> conditional passage, well, of uh, using e electronic transmission of voting uh, results, right? And I have my senior colleague who is no more in the business, but we're glad to have him. He is Mr. Oh, oh, sorry, Honorable Musa Ashams, who is, of course, the special assistant of media and protocols to uh, Senator I.D. Gale of Plateau. North Senatorial Districts. Good morning and welcome on board. Good morning, Doris. I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much. So, I'd really like to get your analysis. I'm, I know you watch what happened uh, both in the Senate and the House of Representatives. Watching the lawmakers, you know, the Ferrari, the fuss, the fighting here and there, what went through your mind? Um, first of all, when Thank you for having me. I think um, it's um, democracy in action. You get to see a lot of people display what they stand for. For those that um, went for electronic voting and electronic transmission, you know that they are digitized mind. And of course, for those that said no, some of them is because they understand the process that brought them to the National Assembly. Mm -hmm. So they are fighting to maintain status quo. When these people are sick, for example, they do not go for manual tests. They go for computerized tomography tests, um, scan, CT scan. So it will give them the entire result of what is happening to them. When they want to travel because we have bad roads, we have longer distance, they go aeronautical. Mm. Mm -hmm. When they want to transact, when they want to have bank transactions, they use USSD codes, they stay in the confines of their bedrooms, their parlors, or wherever they are relaxing to send money. But because they want to manipulate our electoral system, they want us to go analogous. And you ask, in 2021, mm. people are thinking in this manner. And this election is not going to hold tomorrow. It's going to be in 2023. So it tells you that Nigerians are not even ready to put certain things in place. Mm. They bring all kinds of excuses, cock and bull stories. For example, they will tell you they do not have a um, network in their villages. Mm. They do not have access to the internet. And I ask, in 2019, you people used card readers in villages. Mm. So once you get to where there is network, it transmits. But they prefer to ridicule professors from the university. They prefer to ridicule people from the academia. When you go to conduct elections, they come and be, you begin to use torchlight to say you cannot see the figures very well, <laughs> or people manipulate, and when you go to tribunal, they use technicalities and they become members of National Assembly or State Assembly. So they are comfortable with this um, analog process. But for, for right-thinking Nigerians, mm. this is 2021. A lot of things have slowed down in this country because of the elect electionary process. Mm. Because when you have wrong persons in power, you continue to have wrong policies. So they want to maintain status quo. They want to behave the way they want to. If you see the clauses, we have over 158 clauses in the electoral bill. And mm -hmm. one of the senators from Niger said, said used the word me. 
may is a possibility. Yes. If you go to the constitution, you will see shall, shall, shall. Mm -hmm. Shall tells you that this is going to happen. Right. This is it. It's definite. It's definite. Mm -hmm. But when somebody in this 2021 under Buhari say, I may give you 20,000, I think you should just forget it. Mm. Because may is a statement of possibility. And I want to ask, in the House of Reps, I saw where young people were displaying their, their real selves and character. Mm. Some who Nigerians know did not win elections. So they want to maintain status quo. They were even flexing muscle because they want the system to remain like that so that when they recontest, certain persons will just come and announce them and they will go to court and they begin to speak about technicalities. And they will tell you that this place of electronic, electronic transmission is not in the constitution. Are, are you implying that it is not a concern of um, network coverage rather it is a matter of um, personal interest this network coverage is not rocket science you can cover nigeria because you can give the telecommunication providers a standing order mm. because you have a very serious task right election is not a is not a child's it's not a child's play mm. it is the process that brings about leaders and once you have the wrong leaders we begin we continue to have these things right that's why we talk about lopsidedness you hear a lot of things that shouldn't happen in nigeria happening right. for example you say you want to bring loretta onoche to be a commissioner to be an umpire of an election someone that is known with a political party sorry mm. to say will you be comfortable if they say i am the state chairman of plastic on mm -hmm. the plateau you know you know how the election will go yes. on a serious note yes so people if you want to if you want to be apolitical be apolitical you can there are a lot of roles you can play mm. you must not I mean, belong to the pdp or apc before you play roles all right we'll come back to you but right now we're being joined by mr jude ferami kolawole adejuo I hope I didn't murder those names. Uh, he is a convener, Raising New Voices initiative. He's an author, and he's also a former national youth leader of COWA Party. And we're ex exceedingly, yeah, I like to use that word, exceedingly glad to have you this week. We tried to reach you last week, but network was not too good. I think it's one of the things <laughs> the Electoral <laughs> Amendment Bill is trying to, to work on. But... Well, I have a guest here. He is um, Mr. Musa Ashom, Honorable Musa Ashams, and we're talking about uh, the discourse for today, which is one of the, uh, the the things we're discussing right now is the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. But before we go there, and he mentioned Loretta Onoche, and I'd just like to know to get your take on um, the National Assembly's decision to reject her nomination. Good morning, and thank you for taking your time to join us. Uh, good morning, um, Doris, I believe. Um, you actually uh, are the first presenter to put out my name in full, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, uh, I'm happy to also join you here. On Loretta Onoche, uh, good morning um, to the listeners and honorable good morning. Good morning, brother. Yeah. Uh, on Loretta Onoche, you begin to um, see the audacity of this administration um, in the kind of policies uh, and proposals that they put forward, um, especially at the National Assembly. Uh, it is clearly stated in the Constitution who can become a national commissioner, right? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm sure this is not the first time people are hearing that uh, accusations that National Assembly is a mm -hmm. robust-stamped National Assembly. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, Two things: the audacity of the proposal, 
to even think that such a person can be nominated, right? Mm. And the lack of um, uh, maybe audacity as well from National Assembly to say that this is what the constitution says, um, and therefore this nomination is invalid because it's an invalid nomination. Basically, we just wasted time uh, in trying to you know, eat up the policy with this kind of proposals. Uh, and I'm glad that eventually honorable um, senators in the House were able to see uh, sense in the invalidity of Loretta Notch's nomination. Um, and let me tell you what would have happened. If the Senate had blindly followed through with that nomination, mm-hmm. you can be sure that every election that happens and supervised by Mrs. Loretta Onoche in the 2023 elections will be null and void because it's a constitutional issue. What you just have to do is go to court and say that this person is... She doesn't even have to do something that is by her, right? But the ground, the, the basic ground that she's there as a national commissioner, when she shouldn't have been nominated or appointed, right, will invalidate, invalidate that election. So we'll be spending mm-hmm. money, spending time, spending resources, right, for, for nullity. So that's no opinion, um, but on a larger perspective, right? Mm. See the 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 um, or the intentionality with the kind of proposals that we're getting from um, the All Progressive Congress administration. You look at the number of the people that voted against uh, electronic transmission of results uh, um, to be supervised by Heineck uh, and said that NCC and National Assembly, right, should be a party to approving which, I mean, whatever it is that they are approving, right? You see that the majority, in fact, APC senators, all APC senators voted right. against against that. Mm. And you don't, when you when you look at the nomination of Mrs. Loretta Onoche, you look at the way APC um, um, senators voted against the electoral, electronic transmission of results, you look at the PIB, for example, Right, you begin to see a trend. Um, that I mean, it's not surprising, but it's it's against the wishes of the people, against the will of the people, mm. uh, against the constitution in some issues. I was on AIT yesterday um, evening, uh, and the conversation we're having on these electoral reform issues was that the NCC and the National Assembly, right, could not. As a matter, not just because we don't like it or we don't want that they were biased, but as a matter of constitutional provisions, could not be given any powers whatsoever to dictate how the elections would go or to provide direction for how the elections would go or to even be consulted. Section 160, subsection 2 of the constitution clearly states this like in clear terms. Not just that is is uh, something that we have to interpret to mean it. No. This section 160 of the Constitution says that any agency can lie out to any other agency, mm-hmm. right, or be subjected to the purview of other agencies in the, in the in the conduct of their mandate, right, except the Independent National Electoral Commission. It is written clearly there. Section 78 of the Constitution also provides that INEC will be the only agency that will provide direction and supervision for the elections. Yet, our Senate, a law-making body, uh, had 52 senators from the current ruling uh, uh, party in government, mm-hmm. right, passed a law, a clause in a law that expressly violates that, those two sections of the constitution. So, if, if you, you begin to imagine what kind of, again, like I said, audacity uh, 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 to even propose this kind of 
of clauses mm. and laws in our country. Um, I mean, these are these are my general perspectives. Like, okay. go on and on and on, but yeah. I know this is a conversation we should go, <laughs> we, should, we should go back and forth. But I mean, this, this, these are these, these are the issues. All right, these are the issues. Let's not talk about the turnout of events yesterday from the National Assembly at the Senate. There was, of course, the approval of conditional approval of electronic transmission of results. And in the House of Reps, well, it was inconclusive because they are to reconvene today by 10 a.m. to come up with a unanimous decision as to whether or not to go ahead with e-transmission of results. And Falana, who is a senior advocate of Nigeria, has said that we will be in trouble if INEC is barred from transmitting election results electronically. What are your thoughts about all of these? We are already in trouble. I mean, look at the state of the nation today and tell me that we can divorce the quality of leadership that we have in this country, right, away from our issues, right? We are already in trouble. So when Barisafalano says that we are going to be in trouble if the Senate does not pass electronic transfer, I mean, I agree with him that we'll be in more trouble, right? But we're already in trouble because the quality of our elections have floored. Mm. Uh, we have low-quality elections. If there were written elections in the entire world, Nigeria's elections would be one of the lowest-rated elections in the world. And electronic transmission of results, or let me put it in a, in, in a better perspective, the coalition center, right, mm. is where the magic happens. It's where the wizardry, let me put it in a better context, happens. Uh, and when, when we say that we're introducing electronic transmission of results uh, from the polling unit, it makes it begins to give. In fact, and you know this electoral bill, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows, mm. right, is about a um, um, 232 clause bill. But with everybody here, or majority of society organizations, we have said this is the most important clause in that bill. Because what you do by that simple clause is end rigging as we know it today. Okay. Right? I mean, there can be some other clauses. So, I mean, there are some other manipulations by our political class to rig the elections, right? By, I mean, you see what they are doing with the clause that says um, uh, the expenses for presidential uh, aspiration is 15 billion, billion. for governorship is 5 billion. Mm-hmm. That means, I mean, you already know that that by the provision of that clause, the, the elections are already rigged against young people. Because in my life, I mean, if I'm working in the, at the place and I'm working and handing at the place I'm running right now, mm-hmm. right, you can be sure that by 2023 or 2027 or in the next 20 years, it is not likely that I will have. I would have saved 15 billion, mm. right, to run for a presidential election, right. So by that time, by that provision, the election is already rigged against young people. Mm. It's already rigged against women. It's already rigged against people living with disabilities, right. So there might be other methods of rigging elections against a certain category of people, right. But rigging, as we know it today, where results are uh, uh, announced at the polling unit. Right, and by the time the results are declared at the collation centers, it's an entirely different result. All right. So, I mean, these 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 um, appropriating powers to NCC and the National Assembly, right, mm. is against the constitution. And you know the, the funniest thing, right? The National Assembly members will be candidates in the forthcoming elections. Yet, our Senate said that the National Assembly will have to approve. A guideline for the simulation they will be participating in. What what irony is that? All right, let's take a pause and then speak to our guest here in the studio, Honorable Ashams. I like to know. It seems all of a sudden, section fifty two, subsection three, is just about e transmission of election results. Nobody 
is talking about e-voting. It seems that has put, been pushed aside. It seems we're now saying, okay, we are going to have open uh, secret ballot uh, um, voting and then we transmit it electronically. So are we now accepting that the voting will go on manually, then we'll have uh, transmission of results electronically? L let me correct one thing before I answer that. Okay. It's not all APC, APC senators that voted against it. Mm -hmm. Um, the Senate Deputy Majority Leader, Professor Ajayi Borov, is from mm. Undo State, who is a scientist who understands the meaning of being digital, voted yes to it. So to every rule, there are exceptions, and he is an exception to this. Okay. Now, the e-voting passed in the Senate. Mm -hmm. It's just the transmission that is their problem. Okay. The transmission. transmission of results. Yes, that is their problem. Mm. And because they've maneuvered the system for a long time, because some of them know that if you do transparent elections, if all votes are accounted for, they may not end up in the National Assembly. And this system that you are trying to maneuver, it can work against you tomorrow. It's better that you cannot be a senator forever, mm. you cannot be a member house of rest forever. Mm. And things will certainly take shape. I was telling Opayemi before I came on air right. that if you don't allow certain changes to happen during your time, they will happen when you are not there. And the person that brings about those changes will be given credit for such. And Nigeria and the world is ripe for electronic everything. You stay in your house, order for goods through Gigi and all those shop online shopping, and you get them delivered before even payment. The world is becoming digital. Things are becoming easy. And you want us to go through a lot of rubbish? You stay in your house when your electricity finishes. You go to um, how to, you go online and you buy electricity. They give you digits and mm. you put it on and light is all over. And you don't want the most important process of the growth of Nigeria, which mm. is election. Mm. That, that gives Nigerians the opportunity to choose leaders. That gives Nigeria opportunities to bring people that will change this country. They do not like it that way. They prefer to sit down and say, two million votes from Kanu. Mm. <laughs> it will shock you to know that even the chairman, Senate Committee on INEC, Kabiru Gaya voted against this. And the chairman, Senate Committee on INEC. And it will shock you to know that we were told that the contractor for card reader is a senator from Niger State. Even that person voted no. And you ask yourself, what is the issue? Mm. Why are they scared of transparent um, mm. um, 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 ventures? Why are they scared of accountability? Why are they scared of a flawless project and process? Let me shock you. When they talk about electricity, that there is no electricity, you cannot charge your laptop. If That's you charge a laptop and you go for election, mm. the election is not a forever process. Mm. They tell you, do accreditation from this time to this time. You stop voting by 4 o'clock. The system will not go off. Mm. They know. And in villages where they don't have network, I am a typical example. I'm from Zandi, Zandi in Justice. Right. <laughs> they used card reader for election. If I'm lying, people know. Mm. They used card reader for election. They transmitted the result. Nobody kicked against it. Because there are spots where you have network. And again, that tells you that Nigeria is not even ready for development. This mm. election is in two years' time. There is the NCC. There are telecommunication companies that have been sapping our monies. Mm -hmm. You use USSD to do transfer, but you don't want your election to be to follow the same pattern. You want you want to you want to suspend people from Twitter. You want to monitor people on WhatsApp, but you don't want to, people to, to, to transmit their results to vote mm. electronically. Let me shock you. They know that gradually, once you begin to make these things, this process to be flawless, mm -hmm. to become digital, there's going to be diaspora voting. And they know right. that you have 
more southerners in the diaspora than northerners. So that people want to remain thing. in power forever. Mm. And it's, it's practically impossible. Time and season for everything. This is the season for electronic voting, mm -hmm. electronic transmission, for diaspora voting, for people to not be traveling up and down to go and kill themselves because they want to go and vote, mm -hmm. for politicians not to be scampering to deliver their units, for people not to be killing themselves to deliver their awards. Mm -hmm. People will come and say, I will deliver my state. How many exactly. voters card do you have? <laughs> Mr. Jude, uh, Mr. Ferrami, before we let you go, you are a convener yeah. of Raising New Voices Initiative, which you have been in the forefront advocating for democracy, youth participation, and, and more. Um, what do you expect or what would happen should this bill be, well, should get concurrence from the House of Assembly and the Senate for maybe conditional electronic uh, transmission of uh, results, for example. We're not sure of the position of the House of Reps, but it's tilting towards, at the end of everything, a conditional uh, transmission of, uh, e-transmission uh, e of results would be agreed upon. What would then happen? What would then, what would this then mean for Nigerians? All right. Um, I wanted to say something on, on AIT yesterday, so I think maybe this is the opportunity to say it now. Mm. Um, uh, first of all, what Nigerians want is electronic transmission of results. If an honorable member of the House or Senator is listening to this, let them know that for sure. And if they are representing the people, then that's what they should do. Mm. We must not stop saying that, right? Um, secondly, the issue about conditional uh, transmission of electronic results, right, mm. is anti the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. I am sure that the, the, the House of Representatives is not going to take that position because it is, and the spokesperson of the House of Representatives was talking this morning in an interview right. and said that um, that is not what the House is going to do, right? Because it is, it is, it is not a law, it is null and void by the supremacy of the Constitution in section 1, section 3 of that mm. Constitution, mm. right? Thirdly, Right, I think, and this is what I said on Wednesday on AIT yesterday. I don't think that we talk about this enough. The stakes, what are the stakes, right? Mm. And if we begin to con to have that conversation in light of what really is going to happen, right? If we don't go ahead with this, you can be sure that we are going to have the worst election in the history of our country in 2023 if we don't have electoral transition results. Because now that we have mentioned it. Right, and we and if we fail to have this electronic transmission of results in the proper manner that we wanted, right, you can see that politicians will go ahead and rig massively, and that what that's going to do, right, is that we're going to have a situation where we have more worse leaders than we have today, mm. and more worse conditions than we have today, and a lower standard of living than we have today, right? Those are the stakes. Thank you so but much, Mr. Farrell. Right, I, I'm not, right, okay, okay. I'll, just one Can one minute. Time is one running minute. out. All right. right, all right. For the conditional transmission of election results, mm. right? When we started advocating for these for these um, um, reforms, we heard that senators are planning a situation whereby electronic transmission will be done in the southern part of the country, and electronic transmission will not be done in the northern part of the country. Basically, just like we had the Cardida situation in uh, 2015. Right. Now, what are the stakes for that? If we have electronic transmission in the southern part of the country, we are going to have better quality leaders. 
Okay. If electronic transmission is now conditional and not done in the northern part of the country, then you can be sure that these people, these same politicians, these same low-quality political leaders will continue to emerge and rig elections in the northern part of the country. Now, 10 years down the line, you can be sure that there will be a wider gap between the south and the north. Do we really want that in a one Nigeria mantra? Mm. That's the question we should be asking ourselves. Thank you so much, Mr. Ferrami. It was really good talking to you, and we hope to speak to you subsequently and have a good day. Well, that was Mr. Jude Ferrami, who is a convener raising new voices initiative, and he joined us from Abuja. In the studio, we have Honorable Musa Ashams and was talking about Electoral Act Amendment Bill which is controversial. Now, some people, Honorable, have said we do not need an amendment of the Electoral uh, Bill. What we need is a new bill, a new Electoral Bill 2021. What have you to say about that? Legislation doesn't work that way. Mm. You amend and you do a lot of... um, alignments here and there. Mm. And I think the way it is now, except for some clauses where some people have problems with because they want to rig, mm. is not entirely bad. Okay. Except they, uh, except they accept, they reject electronic voting and electronic transmission. That's where we're going to have a lot of issues. There are lacunas here and there. The constitution, as a lot of Nigerians would say, is not the constitution of the people. The constitution in its entirety needs to, needs to be unbundled, needs to be made by Nigerians. I want to say something. The House of Reps members have an opportunity. For those of you that have House of Reps members representing you, call them this morning and tell them what you want them to do. And again, Just like if Amen we see them, said. yes, if we see them do something contrary, it means that is your voice they are protecting. Okay. So that we don't see them remove their sheds or fighting themselves over things that are anti-democratic mm. and democracy. Right. And of course, anti-people issues. I want to say again that this is an opportunity for people to write their names in gold. Mm. This is an opportunity for us to know the kind of representatives we have in the National Assembly, whether they are for the people themselves or for a particular situation or they are are for a particular cabal. Today, this morning, they have have, um, an opportunity to write their name in gold, like I said. Yes. Later on, by 10 o'clock in the next six minutes, mm-hmm. watch television and see the kind of members you sent to the National Assembly so that when they come in 2023, you tell you use these things as references. Yeah. Well, our phone line's been buzzing, but I'm so sorry. Like, we had to have this discussion. And um, so I'll take a few comments on Facebook. Principal Joseph Mailumo says, The rejection of e-transmission of result by some members of the Ninth Assembly is very unfortunate. The Ninth Assembly are not patriotic at all. That's why they are voting against it in order to rig future elections. I'll stop there. Ezekiel Best Omirigbe says, Good morning. The legislative leadership under this Ninth Assembly is a complete, okay? Even when the voice voted in support of electronic transmission of results were higher, the so-called speakers still ruled against it. If you ask me, the 2023 and subsequent election is already rigged by the APC. Oyon Peter says, the Ninth Assembly have failed this country. The rejection of e-transmission of results by the APC centers have shown that their sole motive is to rig the forthcoming 2023 general election, thereby putting the hope and future of the common man in jeopardy. With this, I say thank you so much for being a part of the show, and I really apologize for not taking your calls, but let's do this next week. For now, Stay tuned for the news. Top of the hour, 10 o'clock. Renny is here to do that. Have a beautiful weekend.
Thank you for listening to JFM Podcasts. 